What is up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Wex Peel Podcast. Barbells, beats, and buffoonery with me, your host, Wex. Man, it's February. That's right. It's all January's gone. We're already into February. 2023 has been absolutely epic. We've had Wadapalooza. We've got possible possibilities of episodes that are coming that are going to be bl- blow your mind. They blow my mind as far as the people that we're going to be talking to. And uh, this one jumps right up in there and uh, has a great, you know, I had just such a great time on this episode. We're talking to Rebecca Fusile. If you don't know who she is, she is a CrossFit Games athlete. She is a coach. She's at CrossFit Bolt in Texas. And they're currently, you know, when, when we did this podcast, she was actually in a little bit of an ice storm. So the stars aligned and we were able to do the podcast. But if you don't know who she is, she kind of her claim to fame last year was she was the last person with the Husa felt bag on the Capitol event. And the picture that CrossFit put out was her carrying the Husfeld bag, and then the entire crowd basically got around her and was all cheering her on, and it was an epic moment for the community. Just really cool. But we talk about that. We unpack it because as much as you want to you know, be an inspiration, you also don't want to be the last person in an event. And so we talk about that. We unpack it a little bit about, you know, kind of her thoughts, what, you know, what she was going through in that moment and kind of how she's embraced it. And not to mention, I started following her from the CrossFit Games and then just realized, oh, my gosh, this this girl's hilarious. She just has an amazing sense of humor. So much fun to talk to. Just absolutely like her Instagram is hilarious. So. We just had a fun time talking about movies, music. We talked about life, dogs, you name it. We discussed it, and we just had a a great time kind of, you know, getting to know Rebecca. So I hope that you enjoy this episode. There's a lot of things coming down the pipe with, uh, with the podcast that I'm very excited to talk about. We are basically taking the production level up a notch, got some new equipment, we've got a intro outro that's coming in the works that's being produced that's going to be pretty awesome and uh, i'm just excited man 2023 has blown away all expectations we've still got some more episodes hopefully coming from wadapalooza just some things that we did down there that i i hope can you know i can share with you as kind of like a bonus episode but man things are rocking and rolling in 2023 so as much as 2020 and 21 and 22 were rough, at least for me. Man, 2023 is just knocking it out of the park. So I hope that you enjoy this episode. I know I had a blast, and uh, I think you're going to enjoy it. Ladies and gentlemen, Rebecca Fusile. What's up, Rebecca? How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I am doing great. Um, you are, uh, we were just talking offline that you are in Texas and it is currently, um, the weather is dumb and, and turn, mm-hmm. turned into an ice storm. So how are mm-hmm. you holding up in the ice storm of 2023? Oh, we're doing good. We're about to get back to the the gym. Hopefully this afternoon roads will be opened up and everything. So we'll get back to it. But you know, I, there's some parts about, um, being in Texas, if you've ever like lived in Texas or heard um, some of us joke about like Texas, you get a little bit of everything. You get the extreme heat 
in the summer. You get these weird freezing ice storms in the winter. So we get a little bit of everything. And parts of that helps me like prepare for everything as far as like training in the heat and the cold and we're ready for all of it. So absolutely. And, and I mean, speaking of, you know, we're going back to Madison, so you have, yes, you have history there. You, mm-hmm. you, you've only competed at Madison or did you compete in California as well? As a teenager, I was actually in the last year at Carson. So okay. I'm really thankful that I actually got to experience uh, California too. That is awesome. So how many years have you competed? Because I, I'm going to, I'm going to be honest. I became a fan of you after last year. And kind of, you know, with everything that happened with the Capitol, obviously, you know, kind of that polarizing event that that happened for you. Um, And I joined on and then, you know, started following you on Instagram. And then I realized, holy shit, she's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I need to to have a lot of fun with that. I need to see what's going on here. So how many years Mm -hmm. have you competed? And then we'll, we'll, we'll backtrack to all that. So I've been doing CrossFit since 2013 and then competing in kids and teens, uh, as long as I can remember, just because I come from a competitive, uh, gymnastics background. So competing's in my blood and, uh, I like to do, I've, I just always been competing my whole life. So But when I got, they introduced the CrossFit uh, teenage division for the games back in 2015. So that's when like, probably like my games, like competitive career started. So we, um, in 2015, I was like just short of the games and then went two years as a teenager in 16, 17, then had my big um, five-year climb back up to 2022. Awesome. Awesome. And now, so you've only competed as a teen before? Or you competed, yeah. Individual, oh, only as a teenager. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I didn't compete any team or anything in between. No, it was just all individual, just slowly climbing back to the top. Okay. So 2022 was your first individual year. Right. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, you know, how has life changed since then? Because obviously, you know, we talked about the polarizing the capital event with, you know, you're basically the rallying cry for all of CrossFit now. Um, How is how did life kind of change from from that moment to where we are today? Um, You know what? It's kind of funny because there's like some aspects of it that have changed and just progressed a little bit. But the foundation of we just go out and work and people like even I'm so involved with the community at our gym and everything through coaching and just being at the gym a lot that that side has always uh, been normal and and it still is that way of just like this is Re- Rebecca just walking into the gym but when we get out on the floor and everything on the competition floor and everything it's just a little bit more eyes and attention but um, I'm thankful that my career has kind of progressed in a way that's kind of like eased me into that and I feel like really comfortable and confident and having a little bit more eyes and attention actually like it helps it uh puts the pressure on in a good way so yeah um yeah it that's so it's a good balance it's a good balance of I still feel like the everything's the way it was before that moment but at the same time like a lot of hard work was put on notice and it still is. So yeah, that's a good part of it. And, and I've been loving, like I said, uh, you know, your videos and things like that and just kind of, you know, realize, so you see people, uh, you know, in competition and you don't always get a snapshot and a picture of what they're like in real life. And mm-hmm. I got to meet you at Wadapalooza and you are the same person there that is on that Instagram page acting acting oh, well, fun and and cutting up and having a good time and and I appreciate that and I love it because a lot of people 
I'm not saying you don't take yourself seriously, but you know, you understand yeah. what I mean? A lot of people take yeah. themselves too seriously yeah. and like, oh, well, I have to have this, this image so that I can promote that. And I'm like, I would prefer to follow somebody who's just having no, fun. <laughs> you're so right. And that's what, especially like putting that work, work in on, on my Instagram, that's like the best compliment I could ever hear from someone. And I actually, it was really reassuring at, at Wadapalooza. That was like my um, first competition since everything happened. And my, even like my Instagram account got more eyes because we were doing all that craziness before semifinals and before yeah. making it to the games and everything. But now it's just like a lot more eyes on that. And Wadapalooza was the first time I'd actually gotten back out since the games. And it was really, it felt really good. And I was really um, proud that a lot of people said, like, you're just like your Instagram and everything because that's that's all I want it to be I want it to be as real and as relatable and you guys get to know me the most because we know the the pros and cons of social media and I've definitely tried to use it in more of a a positive light and sharing a story and showing other people hey your story matters and just be you and have fun and be real with it Uh, so that that means a lot and then the other side of it is you're going to be the most successful when you're having fun and, and doing what you love because you're always going to be back for more, right? Yep, absolutely. And that's it, what it's about. Yeah, I mean, except for the gym this morning. I don't I don't ever want to go back now. <laughs> it was, <laughs> well, that's how we feel like right after it. Yeah, that's how you feel right after. I, I actually told my coach, I was like, I'm going to be honest. I looked at, I looked at the programming and I was like, mm, Thursday, it's a rest day, right? We just yeah, take a rest <laughs> yeah. Day. But oh, I, don't worry, I'm right there with you with all of my programming. I'm like, <laughs> uh, are these reps right? You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's one of the it, so to, for anybody who's wondering, today's programming was a death buy, and um, death buys are are especially heinous, and so it was a death buy sit ups and burpees to target. Uh-huh. And oh man, yeah, the first five rounds are. Oh, it's easy. It's fun. It's it's yeah. great. And then you start getting into those rounds like, oh, I don't have as much rest time as I had, you know, just just a moment ago. And uh, yeah, so it, it gets it gets funny, you know. Yeah. <laughs> then, well, then, then you start getting just, into double digit rounds. And it's you. like, Ooh. If, it, it, you, if you've ever done a, a death by you just that's the scary part of it. Right. Is like, you know, it's going to get bad if you do it right. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's going to get really bad. Well, and coach was trying, you know, he was he was trying to like downplay it. He's like, oh, it's only bad for like two, like two minutes. It's like those last two minutes are really bad because you know you're pushing to the end. Good job, coach. Yeah. Good job, coach, trying to hype everyone up and trick everyone. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I've I was a coach as well, so you know, I'm like, come on, dude. Yeah. I know, I know your tricks. But yeah, like the, the programming, you know, you you go to the gym, and really, like you said, it's like getting hyped up with the people around you is the best thing, and that's the best thing about the community. And you know, kind of, you know, of course, taking everything back to that moment, you know, having the community behind you. Um, I mean, I've had likewise experiences where the community has been around behind me and I'm like, I want you all to just go away. <laughs> was, <laughs> was there any little bit of that in the moment or did you not even realize what was going on behind you and just focused on what was, was going on or. Yeah, it, it was more like I didn't expect it and then didn't realize it. And then it was the whole long story of it is I never really because it's always like mixed feelings from being the competitor versus the um, what you, what you see from the outside from a a member of the community and everything, because um, when it, when it was initially happening, I was just so far out of it. Like the end of that event, like 
it's hard to even remember. All I remember is turning around and I saw people like right in front of my face and I was like, oh, and I did have a thought like mid-workout. I was like, oh, shoot, I started a mob. I don't know what I did, but there's a whole mob of people behind me. And then all I was worried about was getting up that last flight of stairs and not tripping or anything. Yeah. And then when it was all said and done, it's like really in, in that moment of competing in the games, you're like completely disappointed and like heartbroken about it. I remember I was just like beat, beat up and um, mentally and physically and just trying to get back to coach and trying to get back to what do we need to do to get ready for the next event. And then just so many people and like in at the games and then continuously after we're just uh mentioning it and then it wasn't until like a long time after when they released that miles to madison uh clip of it that i really understood like the true impact of it like i had an idea of it but it was still it's still like a weird spot for me and then i was like yeah that's why we fall in love with crossfit and that's why it's as powerful as it is so my response to that is people ask when people ask me about it, I'm like, that's not me. That's, that's the community's moment. Yeah. And, uh, that's how, I, that's how I remember it. It's the community's moment. I'm happy to be a part of it. Yeah. And, and I feel like you've, you've handled it with, with a lot of grace and poise, because like you said, you're in a competition. You, you're ne mm -hmm. your, your goal is never to be that person, you know, to be the last person mm -hmm. in, but you were able mm -hmm. to take that moment and actually turn it into something positive. And, mm -hmm. you know, I was talking to my wife on, you know, I was dropping them off at work and school and things like that. And I was talking to her about, you know, interviewing you later. And she's like, I loved that moment because it showed grit and determination and it's what we can mm -hmm. show to our kids. Um, and mm -hmm. you met, you know, you met my daughter at, at Wadapalooza and she's yes. Super special. she's a competitor, you know, and, Good. you know, she's literally been doing CrossFit over half of her life. Um, just in, you know, incredible amount of time that she's put in and she gets to look at people and I'm, I'm encouraged looking at people like you that, that show a positive light on things like that. So that's a big thing for me as a, as a father looking for role models for her to, you know, kind of look up to and say, Hey, this is what we need to do in these situations. And I feel like you handled it with, uh, with a grace and a poise, but still, keeping your fiery fun spirit with it well. right so. right well thank you that means a lot and and when it boils down to all of this because I have this um I think a lot of people at the when they're at the top of their their game their sport or whatever they're doing in life is they're always looking for that why why do I do this and just getting in those moments of like meeting your daughter and meeting all these other people that that moment meant a lot and I'm like this is always, I got to remember, like, this is more than lifting this barbell over my head. This is more than just getting the fastest time right here. There's a bigger picture around it. And I think that's what I uh, want to use that moment for too, is one, why I fell in love with CrossFit. And then two is just like, here's the bigger picture. Yeah. This is why we do what we do. That's awesome. What, so yeah. what was your, you know, other than that moment, what was your favorite um, moment of the games? Like, did you have a moment that you're like, man, this is, this is, this is it. Cause this is your first, you know, it was your first year on the big stage. Um, yeah, so like what, um, what was that moment for you? Like, you know, kind of, you said it was a five-year trek to come back. 
Um, yeah. So what was it like finally, you know, yes, you'd been there as a, as a teenager, but now finally coming back as an individual five years later, obviously everything's changed, you know, from, from yeah. what you've done before. What was your favorite part about that? And like, what did you really take away? Well, I think there's like, there was one like really profound moment that um, I'm really proud of uh, within the whole course of the five days. And then the overall picture, like I have a thought that I'm always like keeping next to me is the one moment is I remember being in the Coliseum for the first time. And it was for the the skill sprint medley with the pegboards and the which really you, fast. Which you killed, like, by the way. Yeah. I mean, and you, I, I you, really. You, you were in the top five of that, right? Yeah, I actually got second, which um, yeah. was a huge shock. <laughs> you're not as a rookie going in. You're like, sure. Not even expected to get uh, close to that. But um, so I remember it was actually after that event. And then the the following event was this uh, elevator, the Elizabeth with a uh, parallel bar, or, or walking across the parallel yeah. bars and um, the squat cleans. And I just remember walking on the floor at, to the Coliseum for the first time and just feeling so comfortable. And hmm. I was like, it, it was almost weird. Hmm. I was like, there's a ton of people like on top of you. And I was like, I don't know why I feel this comfortable, but it's fun. Yeah, It's really, really fun. And all I get to go do is a lot of hard work that gets done in the gym every single day. It's just in this uh, arena that has so much energy. So that was a, a moment that I'm proud of on how comfortable I felt just naturally. And it kind of told me like, Hey, you belong out here. Like, this is what you're meant to do. You're, you're meant to be here and let's go have some fun and let it rip. Yeah. So that was like probably one of my favorite moments as a competitor, but just from a, outside view and an overall view I think the challenge of the games you'll never understand it until you're in it for five days because you feel like crap at the end of it <laughs> yeah. and you're just like this is what I trained for all year this is this is that's kind of hilarious like I just wait for this moment to, for this challenge and to get to the end and you feel like it's it's so hard it's yeah. so hard mentally you're beat up physically you're beat up so it cracks me up that we're in here training for the 2023 season. And I'm just like, let's get back to that feeling of just being trashed. <laughs> One more trace. It's like, uh, it's like Toy Story 4. It's like the, the sporky. It's like trash. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it I, I mean, it's so, it cracks me up that we put ourselves through that. But I love that on a, it, that's the large scale of it. Mm -hmm. And then the smaller scale is like every CrossFitter is going through that. Yeah. Every person that puts themselves through those crappy workouts to make themselves better is it has that same feeling. The yeah. games is just the larger picture. Yeah. Of it. And how did so going out on the floor with you know with all these you know people that have, you've been I'm sure watching you know all this time coming into it. Did you have any of those moments where you're just like, holy crap, I'm lined up next to you know Annie Thor's daughter who is like the or I, I, well, she didn't compete last year, but you know what I mean. <laughs> it's it's weird because um, these are all women that you look up to and athletes that you look up to. In your in this day and age, you can see them on social media, and you kind of feel like you know them. And you walk up to them, and you're like, "Oh, I do, I do. Hey, I've known you for a long time, but I've never really met you." Yeah. But um, 
the only moment that I had that I was like, oh, this is kind of scary yet kind of cool is when on one of our running events, I was lined up next to Tia and I go, that's cool. But then you're, you're like, okay, in that moment, when you're like a competitor and you're in that specific moment, you're like, okay, let's see where I stand up or, yeah. or how I hold up next to the best of the best. Yeah. Did you ever think about throwing an elbow? Just, you know. <laughs> nah. Nah, I'll save that. I'll save she's, that for later. She's so nice. She's so <laughs> she, nice. Though. She is. She is she just is. the nicest person. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's been some competitors across like my career that I wouldn't mind doing that too. But I mean, that that's the competitive world. Yeah. You know? And it is. And, and usually even those people, once you get off the floor, it's like, nah, okay. You know, yeah. we're, we're good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and that was, that's the thing I love about the community and especially, you know, we just got back from Wadapalooza. Um, how was that event for you? How did, how did you, how did you like that? Oh, Miami was a blast. Yeah. It was it was so good just because it was like the same, a very similar stage of the games being the level of competitors that were there. But it's not, it's got a different vibe yes. than the games because it's off season. People are having fun. The stages are a little bit different. The venue's incredible. Um, but it was like, it was a perfect balance of let's see where we're at with everyone and how we kind of look going into the season but let's have some fun yeah and and that's the thing i loved about so i've i volunteer i've volunteered at the games the past four times it's been in madison and this was my second year at wadapalooza and i i i love them both but like mm -hmm. you said it's such a different vibe um yeah I, I i almost i almost prefer the vibe of wadapalooza as a at least as a as a spectator and i say spectator yeah. i worked my ass off there um running yeah. around doing all the podcast stuff and you know, you yeah. know from one side to the other but um but i felt like the vibe was cool because you you know you guys were everywhere the athletes were everywhere just hanging out just mm -hmm. being cool mm -hmm. just chilling you know even the ones that weren't competing were you know just you'd walk around a corner and there's Danielle Brandon with her dog, just hanging out. You know, yeah. you got appearances over there, appearances over here. Uh -huh. You got the podcast stage where we had, you know, Q and A's and things. And it's like, everybody was so much more laid back. Whereas yeah. when you get to the games, it's that heightened sense of, okay, this is what yeah. we've trained for all year. Well, as time. a volunteer, you've been in the back, right? You can yeah. just feel the the pressure and the and the stress that everyone's taking on. You can just if you just stand back there, yeah. no matter what you're doing, you can really feel it. it it's much more quiet. Everybody's got um, just their coaches around and everything, and it's just very it's very intense. Yeah. So, Wadapalooza, when you got to that um, lining up for the stage, it was very similar. Yeah. But it, you could once it was all said and done, like it was definitely different. Well, and that's funny because my job at, at Madison a couple of years ago was actually the VIP tours. So I would actually take the people back into the back area where all the athletes warm up. Uh, uh, not this past year, but the year prior to that. And mm -hmm. like, again, you'd walk in there and our instructions were basically, you don't talk to anyone unless they mm -hmm. talk to you. Like mm -hmm. we are just here to observe. You can just kind of see, and the vibe is just like you said. It's so much more, you know, focused, yeah. and everybody, you know. I remember the first year I did, I did the VIP tours, and you know, Fraser comes walking by, 
it was just like stone-faced you know yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah it's definitely intense that guy wants to, that guy wants to kill somebody <laughs> <laughs> but then it feels like that back there yeah but then i but then i ran into him at wadapalooza had him on the actually had him on the podcast and super oh, nice. nice super nice guy super nice. super fun like i mean we, yeah we joked about he wants to go bull riding and ride an f-16 you know those are like those, <laughs> those retirement things that he wants to do so yeah kind of segueing out of you know the whole competition side and, and and things like that what are some things that that you like to do just for fun on you know we see a lot of it on instagram but like mm-hmm. what are some things outside of the gym that you that you really enjoy well, yeah, that that's hard because there's very minimal time outside of the gym. But I will tell you this. I have lots of different little things that I do alongside that I'm working on, uh, just kind of building my my own personal brand and my name. And obviously, much of it is focused on being an athlete and competing, but also building up my coach's side and just um, different apparel and everybody that, that kind of knows me now. I have like these little things that I hold to me, like uh, my shoes are customized, my clothing is customized and everything. So that's what I do on the side. I do that all myself. Um, I'm oh, very arts and craftsy. Okay. Yeah, I'm very, very cool. arts and craftsy. That's how, um, that's a good way to get me off of my feet. Cause I always like to be doing something. Yeah. You'll, I don't like to sit still, Yeah. but if I'm, uh, am sitting on my, my butt, I'm probably like painting or doing something with apparel or editing videos. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm always <laughs> doing something. Was it, was it you that posted the Photoshop? Like when you open your Photoshop and all you see is, is your big head photos yeah or was that so, somebody else who posted uh, that <laughs> so no that's um my media person uh for compete media that's gerard yeah and he does a lot of my uh more professional looking vlogs and comes with me to competitions now that started uh this past year and he was editing some photos and we did a fun little giveaway on my new my youtube channel just because we're it, we're trying to build that up yeah and it was called big head becca's <laughs> And it was a calendar book of all those photos. And he, he like pulls up his Photoshop and it's just my big head. Which is hilarious. Everywhere. Which is hilarious. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I've gotten too many comments on like, are you selling these or can you put this on a shirt? And I'm like, do you guys want this on a shirt? <laughs> Listen, you walk into Wadapalooza and everybody's holding a big, big head Becca. Come on. Yeah, that's that would be pretty epic. That, I mean, they, they did. They did do like the Danny Spiegel on a stick. Um, yeah, I saw lots of people saw, walking around with that. They had the Danny Spiegel on a stick. You could do big head yeah. Beccas and just yeah. put, put them out of there. Listen, I like it. You've got until like August. It. You got until August to make it happen. You know, you, the, could, you could test it, it was, out at semis, you know? Yeah. I wanted to, last year at, at semifinals, I wanted to do, uh, you, have, do you know Blitz? He shows up on my Instagram all the time. It's uh, our, our dog. Okay. He's yeah, got yeah. crazy wild hair. Um, but I want to do blitz heads in the stands because nice. a lot of people know like blitz is always behind in the, in the videos and everything. He likes to be on camera. So he's always showing up in in the videos. So we were going to do, we, maybe we could do Becca big heads and some blitzes with it. That would be awesome. Yeah. Cause you know, people would, you know, people would do it and, and put it out mm-hmm. there and especially you yeah. know, get the sponsors involved and everything. Um, oh, got somebody trying to call me. It's like, no, I'm on. <laughs> I'm, I'm busy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I say, I say, put it out there, you know, see, see what happens here. But the, um, so our, I've been asking a lot of people this and, and the general consensus about semifinals this year is that everybody's like, it doesn't matter. It just show up and take the spot. Um, 
is that kind of your, you know, because with all the changes and everything that's been happening and all the rankings and things like that, is that something you're looking at and just like, you know what, none of that matters. We know how many spots when we get them and we just got to go take it. I mean, my job as a competitor and as an athlete, one, I always got to keep it in my mind that the, if you, if I want to be at the level that I want to compete at, which I'm striving for to be one of the best is no matter the structure we'll be fine. Yeah. But I mean, that's going to take a long time. I'm still working and growing and, and getting towards that very, very top level that I want to be at. So my job as a competitor is to go out, do my job, compete hard, execute the workouts as we talk about. Now I put all the numbers side and the logistics side on coach because he's what we call math boy and he can work out all the numbers on the spot. And um, when we get to semifinals, that's the only concern I have with it being split up into two and you competing in us competing gets a a field of 60 versus a field of 30 is just, there's going to be a bigger point spread um, and more athletes to kind of, uh, work in between different spots and everything. So that's the only thing that I'm interested to see how it plays out, but it's definitely a team effort when it comes to sh- the structure of competing and just making sure everything falls into places. Uh, my job, I think is the easy one, go out, do the work to the best that I can. And then coach helps me with strategy and racing and, yeah. um, just the numbers game of it. Do, do you, when you're in a competition, do you look at the numbers? Like, do you, you're like, okay, I'm sitting, I don't like to. I'm sitting in this or, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, if I run a, if I run across it, like the leaderboard or whatever thing, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Sometimes I like to know about where I'm at, but usually off the top and everything, um, it's better to not, it, I never stress about, I need to look at it. Yeah. If it, if I end up glancing over it or hearing the results it doesn't bother me yeah but i'm not that person that's like oh i gotta know it or don't show me it or not i'm not that picky about it gotcha and and it's his job to know know the numbers and be like listen you need x amount of points to make sure we get you know (laughs) make sure we get to madison make sure i leave that i leave that on him that's awesome what um so you had alluded to you know you being crafty and like making all you know so you, you do all the like the the um bedazzled tops and things like that like is that you i do that i do that yeah (laughs) so um my i do have an apparel sponsor cambro is my apparel sponsor and they've asked me before they're like is there a way we can like get those made in bulk and everything i was like not from me because (laughs) i do like i do all that on my the little bit of free time that i have to like come up with designs and i and i love to do that yeah but it's also like i told them i was like maybe in the future, because I am working on building up in a, an apparel line with them. I was like, those will be the exclusive, like the, the exclusive line. So I don't know. That's something I'm not a very like sparkly person as it is, but that might be my gymnastics background coming through of just look unique and get the sparkles out and they looked good in the Miami sun. Yeah. I liked it. My daughter, my daughter does gymnastics as well. So she has the, oh, nice. she does gymnastics and CrossFit. So she has the, the leotards with all the sparkles and she's on yep. sil- silver team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was on bronze last year. Silver team. They are even fancier and yeah. Got all the, all, got go. all the that's a killer couple of sports to <laughs> put together. Well, I blame Carrie Pierce. It's her fault. Yeah. So she, she actually told, uh, told her that she needs to get into gymnastics if she wants to, succeed in crossfit and i was like 
crap. Agreed. It's a whole nother thing. <laughs> it's Agreed. a whole nother sport. But Agreed. um Yeah. So when did you start doing the shoes? Because the mix like, match. The mix match, yeah. Way back in 2016. Way, way back. And there's not the biggest like funny story behind that is I had two pairs of shoes that looked exactly the same that had those same wear and tear on them. And I was like, Hey, these colors look nice together. Let's have some fun and mix match them. Yeah. And I remember when I first started doing it, it was, it was people thought I was uh, crazy and people still think I'm crazy. And I still get comments on it every single day, but it's just, I don't know. It's something that I picked up and I've been doing ever since. And um, it's kind of become a little, thing I I carry around and if I wear two of the same like matching shoe it just looks so weird to me I look at my feet and I'm like this is so weird (laughs) well I think I actually saw you do a lifting video the other day and you had like your lifters were the same shoes and I was like yeah oh something's something's wrong here." soon to be (laughs) fixed because I've never had my uh, two uh, two sets of lifters it's always my trainers yeah yeah but that those might be customized too soon yeah. So do you like hand paint them and do stuff or, or yeah, just... I hand paint all of mine. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. I have, I have people hand paint my stuff. <laughs> I, have, <laughs> I have one pair of custom shoes. That's like that, that, uh, I've yeah. got, got somebody that does that. Um, yeah. but so yeah, so you started doing the, the mix match shoes and then, you know, obviously if those get too beat up, you can just switch. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it works. Well, people ask me all the time. They're like, how do, how does it work? I like, guys, I have two pairs of shoes. And when that gets worn out, the colors just flip flop. It's like, it's not, it's not that, it's not not that groundbreaking. It's not a camera trick. It's just, you know, you've got two pairs of shoes. And so uh, how does that work? Like, are you able to bring that into the games? Like, cause I know the games, like they trick you out with a whole bunch of gear and stuff like that. Like, yeah, like, I mean, did they, you, recent... did they give you enough to be able to like switch colors and no, no, well, actually, I think this year, this was my first when I went back in 2016 and 17 as a teenager, um, they gave you Reebok. Well, that yeah, was when Reebok you, yeah. was sponsoring it. So they gave you one of each shoe and they couldn't they um, not enough to mix match because all the shoes were different yeah. ty- types of shoes. Um, but they said as long as you wore Reebok. And yeah, as long as you wore Reebok, you were good. So I always trained in nanos. Um, but when we got to now, when you get to the games, they let you wear whatever shoe you yeah. want. Yeah. So gotcha. that, re- that recently changed with Noble, but I think Noble gave us two sets of trainers. Um, I'm just not the uh, biggest Noble fan. I, I was um, wearing my tears at the games. Gotcha. No, are you, are you, are you sponsored by any of them, any of them or still? Um, I'm about to sign with tear actually. Nice. Nice. Well, congratulations. So that'll That's, be exciting. That'll Thank be you. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually got some, some cool things that I'll, I'll post uh, pretty soon about tier. And um, I'm really thankful for the opportunities they're bringing towards us athletes. Uh, Cause the sport's still growing, you know? Yeah. And so we're trying to create those opportunities. The question is, will they let you do a custom miss mix mat mismatched mm, pair? They, so that would be, that would be the staple. Them, <laughs> the funny story with them um oh you're getting all of my uh most <laughs> my secrets out right now because i have some cool things happening uh like on the side of me yeah. um with tear and everything so when they they're very new to the crossfit yeah. space right and i got to i the all the people this is why i i anyone that um i partner with 
um, especially just because a lot of partnerships right now is everything on, um, you're doing a lot with social media, right? So I get quite yeah. a few um, brands coming at my bigger social media page and everything. And like we talked about at the beginning of this, my whole goal is to keep that as real as possible. I don't want it to be like the the ad page and the buy this and buy this, but I want to want to partner with people that are genuine and can see my vision and I can see their vision. And every time I've spoken with them, they, they seem really um, like really genuine, hardworking people that are going to um, do well for the sport. And that's all that we want. So I love talking to them and everything, but when they were contacting me right before the games this is when they only had one colorway with yeah. their shoes. Yep. And they go, I noticed you do the mixed match shoes. And they go, is that a deal breaker? And I go, it's not a complete deal breaker, but you have to give me free reign to color and paint and, and mix match these shoes. And they said, done. And so at the games, the red and blue ones that I had on, uh -huh. those were painted. Those nice. were customized. Nice. Yeah. Well, I saw they just came out with a, a Patrick Vellner pair. Yeah, so I just saw those. Too. Yeah, Vellner, I think he just released them yesterday. I think they just released them yesterday. Um, yeah. Which is odd. I was like, if you're going to release them, release them at Wadapalooza. Like, yeah. You know, put them out there. Yeah. But uh, I mean, they look they look cool. I mean, they're the same shoe on each. <laughs> they're, they're both the same. Yeah. You know, no, so no, maybe if, if I ever get that opportunity, everybody knows what's coming at them is two different shoes. There you go. I love it. Uh, so what are some, you know, we, you know, we talked a little bit about, you know, kind of your outside interests and things like that. So you are chilling, you get to, you get to come home and relax. Are you doing a book? You doing TV movie or just music? What's your, what's your go-to like kickback relax? Nah, it's probably just, okay. I have a question for you that relates to this yes. is where the name of the podcast came from. Okay. Because I'm the person That'll just have the office running in the background. Gotcha. So it's actually so okay. He's gonna yell at me if I don't give him proper credit. So okay. Um. So Wex Appeal. It, it's just a play on words. So obviously the you know the mm -hmm. Wex Appeal. Yeah. Yeah. But the barbells, beats, and buffoonery um actually came from a buddy of mine named Mark. Um. He was actually working at Waterpalooza this year, and he I I threw it out there. This is two plus years ago. Uh, that, you know what, I, I want to start a podcast. I'm thinking of some different names. What are some names? And he threw out, it was something along the lines of Barbells, Beats, and Buffoonery. Uh -huh. I don't know if it was, I can't remember because, like I said, it's been so long. Um, but Buffoonery was definitely in there. And that's where it came from. Now, I do love The Office yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> as well. Perfect. But, but, uh, but yeah, you know, Wex Peel, Bar, you know, Barbells, Beats, and Buffoonery, I was like, that just, it just fits because I'm, also a DJ. So I've, you know, done music for, you know, over half my life. Um, you know, so that's where the beats comes from. Obviously barbells, you know, the fitness aspect of it and then just buffoonery just to be silly. Nice. <laughs> so, well, uh, wait, I'm always loving to get to chat with other, obviously you're an entrepreneur yourself because you're doing a lot of little bit of everything, right? Trying to. You like trying to stay to. that way? Like yeah. to stay busy? I am constantly busy, which is which yeah. is a blessing is and a, a curse. It's a good thing. Yes. It's a good thing. Yes, I feel that way too. Like sometimes it's very hard to get me to sit down and do nothing. <laughs> uh, but I always love to be working too. So I was just asking because um, you know that line from the office, right? Oh, uh, run it by me you again. Because I It's I, Bears, Bears, Beats, and Battlestar Galactica. Yes. 
Yes. So I know that one. I was like, is it, is this a play off of the office, even though it's like a different type of beat, but yeah. um, I thought it was funny. Yeah, I no, funny. I do. Yeah. I do remember that. That, yeah, it's, so, so it's been a while since I've gone back and watched office um, because they took it off of, I forget where it was. Yeah. Of Netflix. Yeah. Of they Netflix. took it off of Netflix. So then, you know, just unfortunately, have, yeah, I know it's probably better for my health though. <laughs> well, I watched so much yeah. stuff. And actually, and I don't have that excuse anymore because I have a, a TV subscription to Apollo, which um, it, it can't be real. Like Apollo Group TV cannot be a real thing, but apparently it is because it's still on my TV. Um, I pay like 165 bucks a, a year and I have everything, like literally everything. Oh, I've and, never heard of that. Yeah, it's super underground It's it, from, from hmm. what I understand. Um, I'll probably get it yanked, you know, because I'm talking about on a podcast and, you know, it's like it's like fight no club. it's out there it's like it's fight club there. we don't talk about fight club you know <laughs> but uh, but, that's but, interesting. but no it's got you know like i watch pay-per-views i watch um I, you know so any of the ufc fights that i want to watch or things like that it's all on there like, oh geez yeah so it pays for itself very very I hope nice. it stays there now that you talked about yeah it. me too me too um i've talked about it a couple <laughs> times with no with no backlash but yeah it's been it's, it's been great so I can go back and watch anything that's streaming, you know, so like Paramount, um, which I think is, or Peacock, I think is where the office went because um, yeah. everybody's doing a streaming service. So they're all collecting, their, yeah. collecting their properties. Um, so back to, back to the, th so you throw the office on, that's your, that's your chill. Relax. Yeah. Because usually I'm, I'm, if I'm doing, if I'm sitting down, I'm like editing videos or so I put like that pastime kind of show on in the back or background noise on. And that's yeah. usually on when I come come home so i'm just like ah, watch a few episodes of the office nice i like it um are are you a big are you big into reading like do you do books and things? no i mean yeah i'm not a big reader that's my goal this year my goal this year is to read a book a month um and and i'm trying to make it actually like helpful books you know i don't i don't, yeah. I don't, I don't like to say help self-help but you know non-fiction because i'll, sit, yeah, I'll but... sit down and read harry potter like repeatedly i love i love all the yeah. Harry potters you know those are nice. th those are my jam but trying to read nice. books that are you know kind of more inspiring you know teach me something and and kind of get yeah better, i think i could get down with that if like the hardest part for me is i always got to feel like it's it's productive and doing something i know like reading for um just to reading for pleasure and just getting your brain to calm down. It is so, so important. That's just really hard for me to do. So I think if I was like reading like uh, books that I could like translate into life and like what into training and what I'm doing and building like mindset and everything, I could definitely get down with that, but it's hard to get me to sit down and just <laughs> you see, open a book. <laughs> you seem like you have a little bit of energy. <laughs> yes you know just, yes. just bouncing around in all the videos so mm -hmm. and one of the things that we talked about kind of you know the authentic nature of of your instagram is i do love the fact that your ads aren't really ads like they're they're ads but like they're full-on production they're full-on production <laughs> but but they're but they're fun like they're fun like my, one of my I favorite, try to keep it that way one of my favorite ones is, is the thumb tape one <laughs> Oh yes, <laughs> because that's a big spot of contention at our gym. Is you yeah. you must hook grip. Yeah, and and you know you've got people that won't hook grip to save their life and literally to save yes. to save their life. I'm about to do my sixth week of snatches on my snatch series, and we're talking about that. 
And anyone who takes like weightlifting uh, or does like personal training for weightlifting or weightlifting sessions with me, I'm just like, hey, you got to get over this. Yeah. You, you, if you really want to lift more, you got to get over that. But anyways, but yes, that video, I laughed way too hard when I edited it <laughs> way too hard. <laughs> well, but but it's great because it, it literally like I, I get it. And, it, and I'm mm-hmm. right there with it. Like it's, it's, it's fantastic. So good. I, I love well, that. That's I love that authentic, that authentic feel. Um, mm-hmm. What are some, you know, you alluded to the fact that you did gymnastics. Um, are there other sports that you like to like to play or like to watch or any other sports that you're into? I've never, so that's funny. I've never, I didn't play any sports uh, besides gymnastics, just growing up just because mm-hmm. gymnastics takes up uh, yes. when we were competing at that level, it takes up your entire life. But um, I'm always um, a, a fan of other sports just because athletes like amaze me and that's what I relate to most and everything. And Matt and I have, we've joked about it and done a few uh, segments on uh, YouTube too of just like go sports is like our, our segment and we'd go out and play like random sports that, that are kind of easy for everyone to play, but then they're not easy to play and you gain respect for all of these athletes and you just have fun. Like sports and athletics are, is the best thing I think for me, just because it's so fun. You, yeah. you um, learn so much about yourself through it and everything, but Hey, I, I watch, um, a lot of sports. Obviously we're always watching, uh, football and then we'll get into weird sports that just show up on, on TV and, um, try to, if it's something we can try ourselves, we're always down to do it. He's ESPN, the Ocho picking up, picking <laughs> yes, up those yes. cornhole and, weird. and spike it was ball. cornhole yeah. that we were watching. I was watching it and they were doing, they were doing a cornhole tournament and then it went to a dart tournament. And then, yes, it, then it, that was our second episode. Yeah. We hung up a dartboard and then, it, and then it transferred over to, you know, they, they have spike ball tournaments. I'm like, mm-hmm. how is spike ball on ESPN and CrossFit is not like, like okay. we, we need to, we need to if, bridge that gap. If, if you get a minute or, and you want to go watch, um, something on YouTube, professional darts, look up professional darts tournament and talk about some weird energetic, like, I don't even understand it. I just want to go live that life for a second as a spectator for the darts community. Like they're like in the crowd going nuts for these professional dart players. They, that, which are amazing. Oh yeah. Like that's, that's amazing to me. And, but the crowd is like dressed up in costumes oh, and they're loud and rowdy and you just got to go watch it. It's hilarious. And I was like, I want to be a part of that one day. I would, And so we might have to go watch professional darts one day in person. I would like to join an ax throwing league. And we have, oh, yeah. yeah. And we have, is that them. a thing now? It is, I oh, bet it is. Oh, it is. It's the, it's the yeah. ATL, the Axe, yeah, Axe Throwing League, ATL. Just because it's gotten so big, yeah. like as just a fun, um, I don't know where you can do one over around where we are, but oh, I, I see I, so many people go I, and do it as community events. I bet you if you Google it, there's probably like five around you. Like it's, it's yeah. like one of those weird things that's like, why this is here? Okay, cool. It's like, it's like I, Axe Throwing. I've never done that. Axe Throwing in escape rooms are the two things. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> yeah. actually to on, on don't that, put them together. <laughs> no, don't, don't put it together. But one thing you could put together and, and something that I want to do um, again, all the things that I shouldn't be meddling in. Um, have you heard of rage rooms? No, it is literally a room like, like you rent this room and they've got like 
TVs or or like like all basically there's a whole bunch of stuff oh for you to just what I'm trash. thinking of right now is yeah so, oh my God. so they give you a baseball bat and you can go and just like smash a tv or like smash a, or, or like they'll have a car that you can go and you know just take out your it's called a rage room and you go in and you take out your aggression in a i mean i guess that yeah i guess that's a healthier way to do it instead of taking it out on something or something or someone in real life yeah, yeah. and yeah. i i feel like the maintenance of it would be pretty low like you don't what? have you don't the maintenance of it yeah. people would be destroying a room who goes and cleans it up after yeah but you don't have to worry about like it being perfect like you don't have a <laughs> That's you know you don't have a perfectly manicured room where it's like oh we got to make sure there's no holes in the wall <laughs> nah <laughs> slap a piece of plywood on it i have never heard it. of that oh I'm yeah i have to look that up it's it's a thing it's it's a thing so like i would love to wow. go and like have one of those and then just rent people to just you know rent people no sorry. but the but rent. <laughs> the real question is is like who's working those rooms who's working the front desk and do they just get angry people walking up to them all the time i mean but you're just kind of like a therapist <laughs> Hey, you mad? You, you don't. You don't need a degree for that one. Are you mad? Need a degree for that one. Here's a bat. Here's some goggles. Go have fun. Here's a hazmat suit yeah. so you don't get cut. You I know? promise you'll feel better after. Here's a waiver so that if you break something and yes. and, and it hurts you and if you get hurt, yes, it's not you're on responsible. You're responsible. But I, I I feel like you're just you know you have people donate stuff you know because make it like a goodwill. You know, if they just <laughs> give them like 15% off, if they bring in a, you know, oh, an old, they bring in an old TV and I'll give you, you know, 10% off your room. If you, you know, bring in stuff for us to smash. Um, can we bring in a salt bike to it? Oh yeah. Just I mean, throw that. Just pick it up against just the wall. Throw it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Multiple times. I'll beat that with a baseball bat. <laughs> so a salt bike or echo bike, which one do you, which one do you prefer? Echo. Echo. Yes. Echo. It's so yes, specific. actually, I haven't even. I mean, I've just been on the Echo more recently, but yeah. I feel like it's. I'm gonna be honest. I feel like it helps me being a smaller athlete because you can't ramp that thing up as much as the assault. It just feels smooth. Yeah, like the assault bike is aggressive. Like mm -hmm. just everything about it is aggressive. <laughs> I haven't been on. We have. We still have assault bikes and Echoes in the gym, and I just train on the Echo more because that's what you compete on these days. Yeah. And the other day I was on an assault bike and I was like, man, this thing is rough. This is like yeah. <laughs> biking on dirt. And <laughs> With two flat tires. <laughs> yes. Like, and then you get on the, then you get on the echo and it's like a Cadillac. It's like, Ooh. yeah, it's yeah. got, it's got like, you know, air ride suspension and everything. This is, yeah. this is great. Yeah. The only downside is, is as soon as you stop, it stops. Like it there's, stops, there's, yeah. no, there's no, there's no, there's carryover. no rollover. No, no rollover <laughs> calories. No, no free calories here. Um, no. which I think is good because with everything that, you know, everything that we're doing, you know, you don't need free. It's calories. fair. It's fair. It's, it's fair. fair. It's good. Unfortunately. <laughs> so, um, what are some things that you have kind of, obviously you're gearing up for the open. Um, I guess I'll ask you any thoughts on the scoring system that just came out or again, is it just like, like the, the worldwide, no. the worldwide rankings? It's just interesting, interesting to see how it's going to play out. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's a long season and take it one piece at a time, open to quarters to semifinals, and then hopefully more from there. Yeah. I feel like the only thing that the ranking does for, I would say the, the individual athletes is give you more flexibility in a 
particular semifinal if you have a bigger strength of schedule, like more spots. Basically, basically all it's going to do yeah. is, is give you more spots to fight for. Um, so if you're in the East, which apparently everybody's calling Murderer's Row <laughs> is, is the East. Yeah, really? Get, yeah. Well, you've got HWPO, you've got um, Training Think Tank, you've got Brute Strength, you've got yeah. uh, Mayhem. Mayhem is East? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you've got those four powerhouses where it's like oh those guys are well they definitely made up for that well just look at how they split the east and the west it looks insane yeah oh absolutely and we're we're um west yeah so i'm west yeah well i I think they actually asked danny at uh at wadapalooza danny spiegel they asked her and she's like hell no i'm gonna stay west because because she used to live here in orlando um you know in orlando florida she's Mm -hmm. like no i'm staying west coast (laughs) i'm not not trying to i'm not trying to trifle with them it'll be interesting i don't know i'm not gonna i'm just for me i know there's some athletes that can really play the numbers game and really that that'll help them kind of gear up and game uh for game time when it comes to semifinals but for me i just gotta i just gotta stay in my lane and go go do work and whatever wherever that puts us that's where we're meant to be so gotcha all right, so we're almost done. So I'm gonna give you a couple, couple rapid fires. So we already know the favorite okay. show. Favorite show is, of course, The Office. The Office. Favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm have a split between one action movie that I like is Real Steel, the robot Ooh. boxing. Have you ever seen that before? People are surprised I know, when I say that I know because it's not like it. the most popular movie. Yeah, but I don't know that movie. It's just. Um, it's got Hugh Jackman in it and yeah. it's just like a good action movie. But then I'm also a really silly kitty cartoon person and I love Ice Age. Okay. Yeah. Ice Age is great. That's so there's my athlete side and my comical side. Yes. So I like those. Put those two together. Ice Age is like the best cartoon. Yeah. Just, there you go. Nice. Okay. Those are a tie. Okay. So, and you said favorite other sports, probably you said football because you said you watch a lot of football. To watch. Yeah. What's your favorite team? Uh, well, we're originally Louisiana folks, okay. so um, my parents went to LSU, and then Saints, Saints. which uh, unfortunately, yeah, I have to say that this season. I'm, I'm a Raider. <laughs> I'm a Raider fan, so you're oh, least, yeah? you're at least better than I am. <laughs> the Raiders are. <laughs> it was a weird season. It was a very weird, weird season. season. Um, but Tom Brady's retired, so now people. We think, yeah, no, no. oh, he's. Yeah. <laughs> he, he he said absolutely 100 he's like i'm not going back this is this is it this is should it. he should like, he's like i i did this last year i'm it's i'm done so okay so and i know you know you said books not not a huge book fan but any book that you are like is your favorite i will tell you um uh matt had me listen we both listened to uh david goggins first book um is it can't hurt me can't hurt me yeah that that will make you want to run through a wall (laughs) oh no it'll make you go run a half marathon a spontaneous half marathon in 30 degree weather that's what i did after we uh when we were reading that book and it was i was like that yeah i fell for it i so i think somewhere back here i have a medal for a half marathon I trained, I trained, I trained, I ran. I was like, oh, I'm going to run this half marathon. Then I'm going to run a marathon. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, you uh-huh. know, I'm going to do all this stuff. This is actually before CrossFit. And I ran the half marathon and I got done with it. And I was like, I'm good. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't ever need to do that again. It is, it is on my life's bucket list to run one marathon. I don't want to. I just feel like as an athlete, I'm just going to have to do it. Yeah. And I think I could just pull one out of my butt, yeah. to be honest. It, I would just be hurting real bad after it. Because even after is, that, yeah, the fitness spontaneous is half, yeah. like my hips were hurting, my knees were hurting, and that part, and then just not ever wanting to run again was a part of it too. Um, so I, that's on my life's bucket list. I've, I'm not like, you can hear my voice right now. I'm not excited to do that. I just feel like yeah. I have to do it gotcha. what, <laughs> one day. Okay. So music, what's your, what's your go-to? Uh, in the gym, it's usually just rap, but really I'm more like a chill kind of R and B okay. person. And I'm not really picky on, on artists, but that's usually what I have on in the gym. It's usually, it, I like rap but it's more like chill. Okay. Who's your favorite, uh, who's your favorite rap artist? Uh, uh, I can tell you songs cause I think they're more like collabs. Like okay. it's a vibe is one of them that always comes on. Oh, oh, I like some old school, um, hip hop too. Like two thousands hip hop. Nice. Uh, that'll be on in the gym sometimes. I'm so bad with artists and albums and I yeah. don't have that, but just my, more or less songs. My, um, my wife is a nineties to oh. 2000 hip hop. <laughs> I was going to mention that <laughs> Matt's on the side of me. He go, you should see how, how uh, hyped I get. And it's so funny. Do you know the song? Want to be a baller? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, that when that comes on in the gym, I'm just like, everybody get out my way. <laughs> <laughs> see, my and it's so weird. Cause it's just like a, a it's pretty chill. I like song. Kendrick Lamar. Um, yes. DNA. I will listen to it, mm -hmm. the, the song DNA and Humble. Both those two songs. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what's yeah. on the bar. Good hype let's, songs. let's go. Um, especially DNA. Yes. Um, they did. Yes. They did um, one of the movie trailers to Creed, and they had that song, and I'm like, oh, and it just gets oh, you hyped. It just gets you hyped. You yeah. just want. Kid, I, I I do like Kendrick Lamar because he has a good balance of those songs are like ultimate hype songs, and then yeah. he has his is chill like um, love is one of them, and um, just those chiller songs. I like those too. Yeah, so he's a good one. And I like people good who are, I like people who are good lyricists too. So like yes. Kendrick Lamar, uh, Childish Gambino. Yes. I'm like, th yes. they just. If you got flow, that that is the key. One guy mm -hmm. I'm listening to right now, um, he's relatively unknown. Um, his name's Dax, D A X. Um, okay. Look him up on Instagram. I think it's like, I think it's like it's Dax or or like it's not just Dax, but um, if you look him up on TikTok, he pops up everywhere. And okay. like he's got these song, this song where he's like dressed up in the Joker in the Joker um, makeup and does this mm -hmm. whole like I'm insane rap and it's just. He's, mm -hmm. he's really, really good. And if you have a gift for that and just writing and writing lyrics like that, it's just, it'll really, I mean, you're right. It's just kind of that rhythm and flow. And then the lyrics do make. Yeah. And I listen to, and I listen to everything. Um, I'm more of probably a rockhead than anything else. So like, I'll listen to, you know, a lot of rock and, and things like that. So like okay. one, one of my favorites is um, my chemical romance because of their writing. Um, uh -huh. just the way that they write and tell a story and like, mm -hmm. um, the black parade album to me is like, is genius because the whole, every mm -hmm. song goes together and they actually like lace them all through, you know, through yes, the entire album. So and I'm like any, any artist that can do that, 
I'm, I'm, I'm there for yeah, it. Yeah. It, yeah. We, I mean, definitely have a wide variety of music and you, you've lived the coach life. You said yep. always trying to be a little bit of a DJ on the side of that. Yeah. Keep everyone hyped and the energy going. So there's definitely a mix. So of, do you like that? Like when you're just lifting, like, like just by yourself lifting, do you like like big hype music or do you like kind of laid back, like slower? Most jams? of the time it's, most of the time it's probably slower. Okay. And then if we, if it's more like the afternoon and we're hitting some bigger lifts, then we'll hype it up a little bit. But yeah. no, most of the time when I'm training by myself, it's usually pretty chill. Yeah. And, and I, I was the same way when I would go to the gym, I would play everything from jazz to country, like just like yeah. super chill. It's a mood. It is. It's a vibe. It's a, it's, it's a mood. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. And you talked about bucket lists. So what's, what's bucket list besides a marathon? That just sounds that's, like like that's we said, that's low just on like, the bucket list. That's like, I don't want to do this, but like, what is a bucket list item that you want to do? Um, I mean, a lot of it is, uh, kind of around, I mean, it's hard to, I, I do want to travel and hit some places a little bit more. Like I've never been out of the country, so maybe hopefully that happens. We get to cross that yeah. off soon. Um, what did I say? Matt, what did I say that was was really weird that was on my bucket list the other day? I said something really weird that that was like, man, I can't remember it. But to, overall, just it, as an athlete, when you're always competing this hard, it's like training is is work and everything. Mm -hmm. So we don't get to travel like for for vacations that much. But it traveling, uh, definitely some places. I have really distant family in Japan. Oh. And um, I one of my one one of my places I really want to go to is New Zealand one day. I ah, heard it's yes. beautiful. My brother went uh, for school actually for a year, and it's it's gorgeous. Um, I've been to Iceland twice. I want to go back. Ah, yeah. Iceland is gorgeous in the summer. It looks so <laughs> yeah in yeah. I'm not a cold person. Yeah, I'm um, not a cold person. So yeah, we'll go in the summer. And I want to go to I want to go to Europe. I want to go to London you know, kind of see, mm -hmm. see all that stuff. Um, Ireland. my sister just did a whole Europe trip and she said it was great. Nice. Nice. All right. So that's, that's what I got. That's, that's the, yeah. that's, that's the, that's the rapid fire ish questions. So I, I, I love it. We got to talk a little bit of CrossFit and a little bit of other things, that's a little bit of buffoonery. Awesome. That's what we do. So Rebecca, yes. thank you so much for being on the show and thank chilling you. out. And thank you for, like I said, just, being a positive influence and, and, and being out there on Instagram and, and really being somebody that people can follow. Um, and then I'm not worried about, you know, I'm not worried about my daughter following like that's, that's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the other thing because it's so good. It's so crazy with all the influences that are out there. Of, the only thing she has to worry about is just blitz running and attacking me and us <laughs> carrying the grip tight tape. Yeah. No. throwing the grip tight tape it's all good so but thank you so much for being on the show and i look thank forward you. to seeing you you know compete at semifinals and then you know see you at madison uh you know, yeah up later this that's year the plan all right that's good. the plan awesome thank you thank you all right as i said ladies and gentlemen that was a fun episode i had a blast i hope that you did as well um it like i said it's february the Open is right around the corner. The CrossFit Games Open. So if you haven't signed up, go to uh, go to games.crossfit.com and sign up for the CrossFit Open. If you don't know what that is, it is a worldwide event. I'm not going to say a competition. It is a competition, but it's a worldwide event that happens every year with the CrossFit community. 
where people can go online and sign up. And then everybody worldwide for three weeks does the exact same workouts. And we all get scored based on our results. And you can see where you stack up in the world. And there's many different leaderboards. So obviously I'm not competing against, you know, Justin Medeiros or Rich Froning or those guys because they are elite athletes and they are amazing. And there's just, I'm not touching that. But I can also look at, you know, guys my age in my similar, you know, in my gym. I can look at people in my gym. I can look at, you know, men, women. I, I can see where I stack up against everybody with all sorts of different custom leaderboards that you can make. So you can really judge your fitness based on, you know, however you want, which is awesome. And that's what I'm going to do this year. It's my ninth year doing the CrossFit Open. I highly recommend you do it. And if you don't have a gym, that's cool. You can sign up, you can do videos, and you can submit it that way. Or I highly recommend hopping into a CrossFit gym. It may be intimidating. It might be scary for you. But I promise you the community is the most welcoming community you're ever going to find. Walk into a gym, say, hey, I want to see what this Open's all about, and check it out. All that to say, we've got a lot of things coming with the Wex Peel podcast. I'm excited. We've got production things going on that are going to be fun. We've got some interviews that are coming up that are going to be awesome. And uh, I'm just overall super optimistic about 2023 and everything that's coming. I hope that you are too. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And, and we will see you next time. Peace.